Hey everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world right now. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. I'm Dr. Jamil Sayed, and welcome to episode one of the Transformation Starts Today podcast, where I interview leaders, champions, and high performers from all walks of life as they share their stories, the lessons they've learned along the way, and empowering perspectives to help you create an extraordinary life without regret starting today. My intention for episode one today is to share with you an overview, what the podcast is about, what you can expect, as well as help you get to know me and who I am, what I'm all about, and let's have fun along the way. And so a little bit about me, like I said, I'm Dr. Jamil Sayed. I'm a life coach, business coach, and relationship coach, and licensed naturopathic physician. And everything that I do is centered around helping leaders, champions, and high performers experience more happiness, peace, and fulfillment, and create an extraordinary life without regret. Now, I want to start by defining some terms, leaders, champions, and high performers. What does that mean, right? A leader, for me, is a person who wants to make a positive impact, a positive difference greater than just themselves. They want to make a difference for their family, for their company, their community, and depending on the size of their vision, their country, the world, you know, the sky's the limit. When I think about a champion, this is a person who wants to be the best in the world at what they do. And when I think about a high performer, this is a person who wants to be the best that they can be at the things that matter most to them. Now, one thing I want you to realize is all three of these identities are choices that we make on a daily basis. You're not born as any of these. You're born as the possibility of all of them, though. And you can choose to step into it every single day with your thoughts, with your words, with your actions. And so some people are listening to this, and you might have a story in your mind that, you know, that person over there, they won the genetic lottery. I wish I could be like that. I don't have that in me. I don't have what it takes. And I want you to question that story. I think that would really serve you because you, the truth is you are who you decide to be. And so if you would like to be more of a leader, champion, a high performer, that's available to you right now. And I say more because in many respects, you already are in different areas of your life. You've got some areas right now where you're just crushing it. You're getting great results whether it be your your fitness, your relationship, your finances, your your contribution, whatever it is. But there's other areas of your life maybe that aren't shining as brightly, areas that you could focus some more love and attention on and they grow just like a plant. You water it, it expands, it grows. And so going back to how I love to spend time with people, I want you to think about stepping into my time machine. And we step together into this time machine and we go out into the future to a time that perfectly represents the life of your dreams, the happiness, the peace, the fulfillment, the relationships, the financial success, the career, whatever you've amassed, your health, your contribution, all of these wonderful things. And when you've got clarity on, wow, like that's it right there. That's the life I'd love to live. We come back into this moment. And what I do is I help you make that real faster than you you thought possible. I've been blessed now for 17 years to work with people from around the world and just helping people shine bright, helping people live their version of life, not other people's version of what they think their life should be. And when people come alive, nothing inspires me more. And so I called this podcast Transformation Starts Today because what I have found working with my clients and with people that I've met is that most people's favorite day to change their life is tomorrow. And that's why they stay stuck. For the people that I work with, for the leaders, champions, and high performers around the world, transformation starts today. It always starts today. What are you going to do right now? And I have a story that I'm going to share with you today that I think will really bring all this home. So prior to that, just an overview of this podcast, you know, going forward, future episodes is going to be a lot of interviews, 
of great, powerful, interesting, and fun conversations with people that are just powerhouses in the world, people who are really living their, lighting up the world with their light, you know, being the version of them they would love to be. And my intention is that these conversations truly serve you, they inspire you, they motivate you, and they guide you on your journey towards creating the life that you'd love, you'd love to live most. And so that's my intention with that. And so a story that I'd love to share with you, this is one of the most powerful stories I've ever experienced in my own life. It has shaped me immensely, and it is the foundation of why I do what I do in this world. And I'd like to invite you to listen deeper than you've ever listened before. I'd like you to think about when you get on a plane, wherever you've ever flown, something that always happens, there's the safety lecture. You know, in the beginning, the flight attendant comes out and the person shows you how to use a seatbelt. <laughs> and when you think about it, what do, most of, what do most of us do most of the time? Are we paying attention? Are we taking notes? No, we use the dreaded words, I already know that. Now we either say it, we think it, or we just kind of, it's in there, but we're not even conscious of it. But I already know that. So we tune out. We tune into a book or into a video we're watching, or we're listening to something, or we're talking to our neighbor, but we're doing everything but paying attention to the person that they're asking us to pay attention to, right? Now, what would be different if halfway through the flight, the flight attendant came out and the person said, we're going to crash. And if you pay attention to what I'm going to say over the next 30 seconds or so, you might survive. What would be different? How would you listen differently? Would, would the video or the audio you're listening to or that conversation, is that as important right now? And immediately it's like, no, it's not. Why? Because my life is on the line. I got to pay attention right now to save this, right? Now, in that same way, my invitation to you is to think about it this way. Right now, your life is on the line because there's a future version of you that has all the success that you would love, that dream life. But that future version of you is created moment by moment by what you decide to do now, by who you're being now. The future is created by the present. And so, excuse me. And so what you decide to be, who, how you decide to listen to this story that I'm going to share with you will determine whether or not you receive the nuggets of gold, the nuggets of wisdom, whatever lessons that are here that I have learned along the way that are here for you to learn right now on your journey. I believe things happen for a reason, and I think that you're tuning into this, and it's not a mistake. And so this episode can really change your life, and it's not because it's me. It's because this is your life, and if you give it the reverence, if you give it the commitment, if you listen from this powerful place, you'll get so much more out of this. And so the relevant aspect of this story begins when I was 19 years old, and actually prior to that, I want you to listen as well from the perspective of how this story applies to you. Don't just listen to it as, oh, this is just something that happened to Jamil. Listen to this as, wow, where am I doing that in my life? Where could I change now so I don't experience what he had to go through? That will really serve you. And so as I was saying, 19 years old, I was a sophomore in Fordham University in the Bronx. And for anyone who you know, goes there, go Rams, right? <laughs> and um, my father at the time, he was 49 years old. And I was part of this pre-med group. And we were supposed to go to Albany to basically fight to keep our funding, something apparently they got to do every year. And I was asked by the faculty, hey, would you mind coming with us, share your experience? And so that you say, hey, this is really valuable. This is, it serves the students. Please don't cut the funding and that'll help. And I said, yeah, sure, I'd be happy to. And we were going to leave Friday morning and, and return Sunday evening. 
And so it's about Tuesday, Wednesday, and I'm uh, preparing for this Friday trip. And I start thinking to myself, something's not right. Don't go. And it was weird because it just kind of came out of nowhere and I felt strong and I didn't know why. And I ignored it. Wednesday shows up even stronger. Something's not right. Don't go. Thursday rolls around. I've been ignoring this thing, kind of suppressing it just with the thought process. I already told them I was going to go. I can't back out now. Thursday, it was so strong, so intense, this urge, this intuition, whatever you want to call it, something's not right, don't go. Oftentimes, I find, side note, we ignore that intuition. And I listened to it. And so I sat with it, and I said to myself, okay, this, I can't keep ignoring this. And so I sent an email out. I'm sorry, you know, I can't make it. Something came up. Friday rolls around. Now I would have been gone, but I stayed. Regular day. Saturday rolls around. Regular day. Sunday morning, I wake up, and that morning changed my whole life. Sunday morning, I wake up, and I come downstairs, and moments after I woke up, my father had a brain aneurysm, and he's in the bathroom, and the door was locked. And for those of you who don't know what that is, imagine a blood vessel in the brain. Think of it like a tube, and it starts to balloon out. And if you're fortunate, you have one of the worst headaches of your life. You go to the hospital, they get it taken care of, and you're okay. My dad wasn't as fortunate. His aneurysm ruptured. It bursted. And he was in a locked room. And I broke the door to get him out. And if I wasn't home, he would have died right then and there. Next thing you know, we're in the hospital. He's in a four-hour brain surgery. And we're being told it's less than 5% survival, given how bad it was. And after the fact, we found out it was the worst brain aneurysm the neurosurgeon ever saw. Chances of survival, like I said, less than 5%. And if he did survive, he'd be in a coma and he'd probably never wake up. So four hours went by. You can imagine it felt like 40 years waiting that long. And I walk into this room and he survived. And that's already, it was already a miracle right then and there. He's in a coma. And we're told by the doctor, he's in this hypercritical state. We're not sure if he's going to survive. He could die at any moment. And to give you some context, my father was 49 years old. He was a family practice physician but he's also one of the top Elvis impersonators in the world. He's toured with Elvis's actual band. He's done massive charitable shows for hospitals and all these things. And he was known around the world and such a beacon of just light and love and a lot of life to him. Everyone loved him, right? And so here he is laying in this hospital bed and I've never seen a human being that vulnerable. You know, not to be too graphic, tubes, wires, everything coming out of him. And it looked like a train hit him. And in that moment, I had two primary experiences. The first was I had this experience of helplessness that I could, it felt like I couldn't do anything. It felt like I was just sitting there and being told he could die at any moment. And I was just waiting. And the second was this profound sense of regret. I had felt in that moment that I had taken my father for granted. I took that relationship for granted. I didn't know him the way that I could have. And that really bothered me in that moment because it felt like I bought into the lie or the illusion, let's say, of I have time, thinking I'm 19, he's 49, I've got 20, 30, 50 more years. I don't have to get to know this man right now. And my priorities at the time, I was a track athlete, love video games, love movies, love hanging out with my friends, kind of typical, probably 19 year old stuff. And that's what, that's what I did, it's what my life was. I didn't ever think, let me really get to know my dad, like man to man, soul to soul. Let me see what this guy's all about. Let me see what I can learn from him. None of that was on my radar for whatever the reason. And now it felt like I blew it. It felt like I wasn't going to have that opportunity again. And so fast forward three years, 
He passed away after three years, but in those three years, we helped him make almost a full recovery. And in those three years, so much of who I am today was forged through that challenge, through that hardship. I ended up taking several years off after college to be one of his primary caregivers. And the first year and a half after that aneurysm, I went to bed every night wondering, am I going to see my dad tomorrow? And I woke up every morning, almost in a little bit of a fog, thinking, was that all a dream? And you can imagine it was a, it was a weird kind of way to live, a weird space to be in mentally and emotionally. And it taught me the value of every day, the miracle that is right now, that is this moment. Did you know that every day, 150,000 people don't wake up? And the fact that you're listening to this means you weren't one of them. And maybe there's some people in your life that you really care about. And maybe some or all of them woke up too. And if that's the case, from my perspective, you hit the lotto from the get-go. You woke up and the day's already extraordinary. It's already a miracle. And yet so many of us think something out of the ordinary has to happen just for us to feel happy, for us to feel grateful, for us to feel excited. And I lived most of my life like that unconsciously, unintentionally. And so it just brought this presence to, wow, my dad's here now. He might not be here tomorrow. He might not even be here later today, but he's here right now. Let me make the most of that. And my awareness started to expand and realizing, well, that's true for everyone. That's true for my mom. That's true for my sister. It's true for myself. It's true for all my friends. It's true for everybody that I know. They could be gone in the next moment. And they're here now. So my question for you, where are you taking people that you love for granted? Where are the people that are closest to you not feeling your love? It's so easy for us to say and think, of course, I love that person. But are you being loving as a verb? Are you being love? Most of the time, not as much as we would like. And so my invitation for you is to check in with yourself. How could you step into that deeper, on a deeper level? And so going back to my story, in those three years, I had some of my highest highs and some of my lowest lows. On the one hand, my prayers were answered. I got to spend 10 to 15 hours a day with my dad. We got to sing together. I sing, he sings, we do music together. We'd go for walks, we'd go to physical therapy, we'd box together, we'd eat together, watch movies together. And I really got to know him and he became one of my best friends. And so I was truly blessed to have that experience. And on the other hand, I had some of my lowest lows. After the aneurysm, he was prone to seizures and he was also yet short-term memory loss. And so there were moments where I was arguing with him because he forgot who I was, that I, was, I wasn't his nephew. And I was arguing about that. There were moments where he had seizures in my arms that lasted anywhere from 40 seconds to five minutes. And you, can, you might be able to imagine what a 200 pound plus guy standing in your arms for five minutes seizing when the phone's across the room. And at the time you have no medical knowledge. You're like, what do I do? It was horrifying. It was terrifying so often. And yet it made every moment that he was alive and that everyone else that I cared about so much was alive, so much richer, so much more special because I never knew when that last moment could be. It reminds me now, as I'm saying it, of a Steve, Job, Steve Jobs quote from a commencement speech at Stanford that he gave, where he said, if you live every day like it's your last, one day you will surely be right. right? And so after those three years, my father passed away. And at his wake, it was five hours and over 7,000 people came. And I shook every single person's hand and almost everyone said, your dad saved my life. And it was so beautiful to see people from 
all walks of life, different cultures, different color, different religion, different dress, everything. And every one of them had the same reason for being there. They wanted to pay their respects to a man who they cared about deeply, who made them feel seen and loved and heard. And it was just humbling, to say the least, the impact that he had. Now, what happened to me in that moment was profound for me. I had a realization, this aha moment, that I had been playing small, that I cared way too much about what other people thought about me, that I was afraid of rejection. And because of that, I was robbing the world of my light. You know, one of my favorite words is enthusiasm, which comes from antetheos or entheos, and it means the God within. So when you radiate enthusiastically, you're shining that light, that uniqueness that is you into the world. But what most of us do and what I was doing up until that point is we wear a mask. And the mask is saying, who do I need to be for you to love me? Who do I need to be to be normal, to be special, to be validated, to be popular, to be part of the in crowd, whatever you want to call it. And we wear that mask and we go around trying to basically perform for approval, for validation. And the thing is, when you do that, even when you win that game, you lose because you're never getting your own validation. You're never getting your own approval. You always know in the back of your mind, something's not right. Something feels off with who I'm being, with what I'm doing. And then the people that are in your life that seem to be loving you and accepting you, you also know deep down, they don't even know the real me. They love my mask. They love who I'm pretending to be. That's why something always feels off. And so there I was in that moment and I had this aha moment of never again. I'm sick and tired of robbing the world of who I could be because A, I get to help and serve so many people when I shine bright. And my experience of life is so much more fun and enjoyable and gratifying when I do that as well. And in those three years, I was taking care of my dad. Two of my cousins passed away. One was 20 and one was 21. And if you asked either of those guys when they were 18, tell me about the life you envisioned for yourself. I promise you neither one would say I'd be dead in a few years. And so it goes back to what I said before. The problem is we think we have time. Now, hopefully for you listening to this, you know, you have plenty of time. I'm hoping you have 100 years plus, right? But we never know. And so are you procrastinating your life? Are you living saying, I'll do it tomorrow? One of the things I tell my clients all the time is that the future is created by what you decide to do right now. I said earlier, your life is on the line because there's areas in your life right now that you're playing small. There's areas in your life right now where you're living from fear instead of living from love, living from faith. There's areas where you're playing small. You're buying into stories that hold you back about who you think you are and who you think you're not and what you're capable of and what you're not capable of and things of that matter. But the thing is, it doesn't have to be that way. You can start shifting how you're living right now today. And I want you to just, you could pause the podcast. You could pause the video. Think about what are the areas of my life? that I'd love to make some shifts? Where is life not what I want it to be? And what's the one action? What's the one step I can take? I always think about this Martin Luther King Jr. quote that I love so much, where he says, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. So often we want to have the whole staircase in, in line of sight. So we know the whole journey before it even starts. So we feel comfortable taking that step forward. But that's not how life works, at least the vast majority of the time in my experience. And so what you do see, though, is step one. Step one might be, you know, I'm getting this inclination, this feeling, this pull, this tug of that's exciting. That feels really expensive. That feels really cool. That looks fun. That's telling you that's something to probably look at, experiment with it, try. 
And once you take that step, all of a sudden, a new step reveals itself. And that's how life works. And that's how it's worked in your experience. If you were to pause and look back at your life, it's not going to be any different going forward. So as I share this story with you, I'd like you to reflect again, where am I playing small? Where am I taking the people in my life for granted? Where am I procrastinating on my life? Where, I, where could I really be stepping into more of who I know that I'm capable of being so that I can create the impact that I'd love to have in this world? So I'm going to pause there. I hope this story served you in some capacity and that I hope you act on anything that stood out to you. And so again, thank you so much for spending time with me today. A few things that I'd love to say in closing. So I've got a powerhouse list of people lined up to interview. So I'm excited for you to check these interviews out and you know, really dive into them. You know, if you can make some reviews, some subscribe to get new episodes as they come out, leave any reviews in any of the places you are watching or listening to this. That would really mean a lot to me. And it'd be great to hear what you're getting from it. And at the end of the day, if I can serve and support you personally, if there's anything you're going through, if there's a challenge or a problem that you're looking for a solution for, or if there's a goal and a dream, a vision that you have for your life, and maybe you're well on your way to making it real, but you'd like help making it real maybe in 10 months instead of 10 years, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can look me up at jamilsayedge.com. I'll have all the links in, in the uh, description. And I'd love to serve you in that way. As well, you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jamil Syed. That's D-R and then my name. And then uh, Facebook is just my name, Jamil Syed, also on LinkedIn. There's probably about 800 pieces of content that I put out there over the years. Most of them very short, bite-sized, actionable things, shifting your perspective, giving you kind of like a tip or a thought of the day, something that'll really turn your day around. And I hope that serves you. Thank you again so much and wishing you the best. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.